Hi, I'm Elizabeth Dawson, and you're listening to our show, Ways to Love Your Money. Again, inspired by our book, Wealth by Design. If you don't have a copy, give us a call, and we'll get one for you. Um, I want to talk about today a little bit of something that most people kind of cringe you know, at the topic of, but that's a budget and living within a budget. Uh, no one likes to be told that they have to live within a budget. You know, we, we're kind of this um, innovative age today where, you know, we have our, our, our um, bank accounts on our phone and we can look at it at a moment's notice. And if we see we have money there, we feel like we can spend it. But we're not really living within a budget these days. And so what we try to do is approach this subject to make it a little bit more easy, a little bit more fun. And what's your cash flow analysis look like? And a cash flow analysis is something where, you know, looking at all of your expenses, because you might say that you only spend so much on groceries or you spend only so much on gas, but when you actually look over two or three months of bank statements and you can truly see what you're spending on each of those items and then break it down to entertainment, then break it down to personal expenses or what about just going out to dinner? I think that's one of the biggest things that I see on most people's cash flow analysis because we want to see what people are spending. So if we can become more mindful of the dollars that we're spending and give ourselves a limit, okay, just a limit, um, that limit's a little bit different because I'll talk to pretty much nine, ta- nine, nine times out of 10 with people and uh, what they're doing is they're, they're charging everything on their credit card each month. Um, maybe to get travel miles or to get points or cash back, but their promise is that they pay off that credit card each month. Well, the problem with that philosophy, not that it's not a good one, I want you to pay off any debt that you might have, but the problem with that philosophy is that if you have you know, your credit card and you're putting all of your expenses on there, even your emergency expenses, and then as life gets more expensive, inflation gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And as you can see my hands in front of me, it's kind of like opening up an alligator's mouth. Well, what happens when you put your you know, hand or head in an alligator? Well, it's gonna, it's gonna chomp down, right? And it's because we're not keeping a limit as to what we're using on our credit card. So last year you might've been putting $500 on it, but this year it might be a thousand. And each month you might be paying it off. But what ends up happening is the real true concept of budgeting is to say, I'm only willing to actually put this much on the credit card, or I don't want to have a relationship with a credit card whatsoever. And then you limit your expenses to exactly what you're spending. And if you can do that, and you can actually give yourself basically a dollar amount that you're going to spend for groceries, or a dollar amount that you're going to spend for going out to dinner, or a dollar amount that you know is fixed, and that's your car payment or your car insurance. Um, or your mortgage, you know, those are things that are fixed. You know you have to pay those things, but it's the lifestyle that gets into the way. And that's really where we start to lose dollar cents and bigger dollars and bigger cents. So there's a bunch of different budgeting applications out there today that are either free of cost or you can pay for some. Uh, One of my favorite budgeting applications is this, and it links right to your bank account, and it's called Mint, so mint.com. You can go in there, and some people don't like their bank accounts attached to it, but if you really want true knowledge and true ideas of what you're spending, get them in those categories. You don't have to be so fancy like a business and get QuickBooks, okay? Um, Because most people that are doing their QuickBooks accounts um, for their business aren't the ones doing it. Someone else is doing it for them. So your relationship with your money is maybe a little bit more tender and true when you're kind of seeing, okay, if I go into Mint, 
and I say, okay, mint.com, I'm gonna, I'm gonna associate my bank account with it. If you use credit cards, you associate your credit cards with it. And then you have all the different categories and you say, I'm only gonna spend $200 on gas this month, or I'm gonna spend $400 on groceries. Well, it will ding you. It won't tell you you can't spend the money, but it'll ding you when you've gone over or you get close. And there might be a budget that you put for, you know, caring for your pet. If you don't have a real relationship or knowledge of what you're spending for your pet, you need to know it. I've had, um, I've had a gal that I've been coaching uh, for probably the last two years, and she was spending for her pet because she doesn't think she's going to have kids, and this is going to be her baby, right? Um, but she was spending more on her pet, her, her dog, than she was spending on herself and her mortgage. So we can get a little extreme with a lot of different things, but the things that we love, we want to take care of. Just the same with our kids. Uh, I have a couple that I'll be meeting with uh, later on this week, and uh, you know they they're you know they have great incomes. They they net out in cash each month about eleven thousand dollars a month. And a lot of people out there think, gosh, if I was netting out after taxes and expenses and things of this nature, and I'm netting out eleven thousand dollars a month, it should be enough to live my life. Well, they have been absorbed by credit. They've been absorbed by life and lifestyle, and they've been taking care of their kids. And they want to get more serious about money now. They want to have a stronger relationship and respect for money. So how do we do all this? Um, there's an interesting newer app that's out there, and I think it's actually pretty smart, pretty brilliant. Um, and it's called Acorns. And um, have I personally used it myself? No, that's my disclaimer to you. I haven't used it myself. But what I think is fascinating about this app is that it is linked to your, you know, your account, your purchases and everything else, but it kind of rounds up. I don't know if any of you have been around like a Rite Aid or a CVS, but they used to have something that you round up the change to give to charity. Well, this company, Acorns, has used that same type of technology and, and knowledge and actually said, well, why don't we use your change and invest it? And is this smart? Well, I think it is. It goes back to when we were kids and we saved all of our parents' change and our own change. And maybe you still do this today, but you know, at the end of that little you know, bucket of gold, right? Um, you have so much money that you've saved, right? And I think that this is interesting because I remember as a child that I would get out. And if you haven't done this for a long time, I would encourage you to do it because it's pretty... Uh, um, you know, it's pretty connecting to money because, you know, if you have to put 50 cents or a dollar in or five dollars of coins in those little wrappers like we used to do, um, it took a lot of time. Well, I don't even think banks give away those wrappers anymore. You can go to something called Coinstar and you put your change there. Well, I think this app Acorns really takes it back to that place of saying, save your change, but we'll do it for you and we'll start to invest it. If you're not investing right now, it's a great way to start. So, um, you know, I, I want you to I want us, you to stay encouraged to to listen to the rest of this show because we're going to be having our um, our our special agent, if you will, our our real estate agent, our guru, Jonathan Olo, on the show, and we're going to be talking a little bit about some of the travel and budgeting for travel because so many people are just so focused on what they spend, but they might put it on credit for travel. Let's rewind. Let's just start pre-planning and let's start saving and then pay for it instead of just waiting until the day of and then, you know, our travel expenses are exposed and we didn't budget for what we would spend. So we're going to be talking to Jonathan about that. And uh, there's some really helpful tips on there that I'm going to be taking myself as well. So stay tuned. We can't wait for you to hear the next segment and uh, we'll be right back.
I am Jonathan Olo with the Olo Real Estate Group. And if you are aware or not aware, the interest rates for purchasing a home have been going down incredibly. So if you have any interest in owning a home or have a friend or family member that is interested in purchasing a home, please contact me at 619-823-9900. I'll make sure that we have a complimentary consultation to make sure that you're in the best position and also to introduce you to a trusted lender so we can get you ready to purchase your next home. Well, we've been talking about budgeting today and we've been talking about strategies about how to save money so that you're actually prepared. But now we're going to be talking with our, um, you know, our real estate professional, our expert, and we're going to talk about a topic that um, I think comes up especially at this time of year, the summer, and that's about budgeting for travel. Oh my goodness, this is a huge topic. So Jonathan, thanks so much for being part of the show today. You're welcome. Um, we know that uh, you have a big impact on this and there's a lot of different things that we can talk about for travel, but you know, what's really on your mind today that, that you think would be a big impact about you know, how we even save or how we spend the right way for travel yeah. and what we do? <clears throat> well, I, I just thought of this that you know, traveling is not the same as buying a house, yeah. but when somebody has that idea of, I want to buy a house, uh -huh. you know, that there are many components that go into it that, that, you know, from how much the insurance is going to be, you know, what kind of maintenance you have on your house. Am I buying a house? Am mm -hmm. I buying a condo? So putting all of those things out there to sure. kind of put a plan together, then of course at the end, the, you know, you can dream here, right. you can have champagne taste uh -huh. or beer budget and figure out where it's gonna be. So when, you know, same way maybe with traveling mm -hmm. is that, okay, you have a budget, but where right. are you gonna go from there and, and what are the components that can, um, you know, go into that travel sure, factor. Sure, sure. So. And I think today too, what's such a concern for people is, um, you know, where am I gonna come up with the money? Uh, what most people today, I'd, I'd say, you know, the majority of Americans today, they'll, they'll, they'll buy it on credit. They'll buy it on mm -hmm. a credit card. Um, and that's not necessarily the right way to travel or the right way to have that experience that you want in your life. Um, so how do we start budgeting for those things? Just like budgeting for a home purchase, yeah. but how do we budget for the, the dream vacations that we want? Because we're spending more time and money on planning for a vacation and that experience for a moment in time, and we're not even planning to have any kind of money in savings or we're not planning to have any kind of money in retirement. And s certain things take a back seat. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, I think that, you know, people want advice. Mm -hmm. And part of that advice might be asking their friends or family, yeah. where did you go? What part of the country did you go in? Mm -hmm. um, did you go on a planned vacation? Um, some of the things is uh, somebody may say, well, I, I want, you know, a multi-layered uh, vacation. Sure. Uh, where some people will say, I'm going to take the all-inclusive because I don't have to worry about, you know, am I getting wine, water, beer, sodas, yeah, you know, food. am I getting top shelf, sure. you know, sure. and all that. Um, so I think people will look at that and they'll pay for what they want. And I think when they can compare, mm -hmm. but when you do that all-inclusive and say, hey, I'm just going to take it, right. then now you have to figure out those other things. So if you're going to figure out, um, you know, where you want to go, uh, there's gonna be plane travel involved. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna research or you're gonna hire a professional that's gonna look at all those options. Right. Sure, you can go on cheapair.com yeah. and, and get a, 
$150 flight, but you have 16 connections and it takes you four days to get there. Exactly. So you have to look at what's important to right. you. Is it getting there on time uh, or just getting well, there and, and then turning around and coming back? I think that's a great thing to bring up because so many people will um, budget shop, right? And of course we right. like to budget shop. Everybody likes a discount, right? We all like a deal. Uh, but it reminds me so much of uh, my son just recently, about a month ago, he, he, did, a, he did a ticket just like that. Mm -hmm. And it took him literally oh. almost 24 hours just to go to and from, you know, Boston, where his best friend was yeah. that he wanted to visit at his school. And, uh, but, you know, he did it on his own. He had to figure it out. And it's like, oh, gosh, I wouldn't have done that yeah. again. <clears throat> you know, I wouldn't have done that again. So uh, I think it's important to kind of, you know, there's a professional for everything. We yeah. talk about this all the time. Yeah. So even when it comes to travel, there's a professional. Yeah, and if and if you pay a professional to do that, is the outcome going to be any right. different? It may or may not, but if you enjoy doing, yeah. spending 25 hours planning for it, you know, is it taking away from your job? Are you doing this on the job? Are you doing it at home at right. night until midnight? And maybe you have right. a couple extra glasses of wine. Yeah. And then there you go. You got a $5,000 flight. Right. I mean, I joke about that. But but it's not you know, really far from a joke. No, you it's know, not. It's, there's, a, yeah. there's a lot of reality. But a lot of people forget. I mean, they, they usually think about getting there uh -huh. and the destination. Sure. But there's the hotel or where you're staying, yes. there's the food, yes. there's the entertainment, there's yes. the museums, mm -hmm. uh, uh, there's you know all the activities right. that you're gonna do. And typically for me, when I travel, I'll pick one or two for sure items, mm -hmm. and then the rest, it happens as it happens because you have locals right. that you can go talk to there. You can actually go online and say, friends of San Felipe or friends of uh, Venice, uh -huh. uh, you know, Italy, and you become friends on Facebook and, and start asking questions. You well, know. you know, that, that leads me to another um, statement too, mm -hmm. because just like we want to plan for travel, we want to do it the right way, there are now budgeting apps for Correct. travel. And I know you've traveled the world, I've traveled the world, we've done these things, but um, the difference is I think we kind of create a plan for that before mm -hmm. we actually go instead of just saying, I'm going to just put on my credit card and pay it off for the next five years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so have you ever used any of those uh, travel budget apps I that are out there today? I have not. No. I have not. But usually what I do is, and, and one of the things that uh, is important for people, well, sure. not say to make friends with people across uh -huh. the world, is that, you know, there's Airbnb and there's VRBO and, yes. VR, yeah, VRBO and all the other sites that they have. Sure. Those are great, yet if you have gone to those locations and made friends, then those are the people that may be open to letting you stay there for two or three days. Wow. Um, wow. So you kind of do an informal exchange and you you get the environment mm -hmm. of the city rather than, you know, being, I don't like to be in a hotel. Okay. So I like to be yeah. in, like, walk out and you're in Chelsea in New York and poof, you're yes. like one of the people. Right. You know, you're not uh, Well, I think that's great. Tourists. So you say friends of, let's say, New York yeah. or friends of a specific region. Um, tell me a little bit about what that is. You just kind of put it into Google and it kind of pops up and populates well, different on, things? Well, on, let's say, uh, there's a friend of mine um, has a place in San Felipe down in okay. Mexico. Mm -hmm. So she told me to go on to a site okay. that said, I think it was Friends of San Felipe, uh, okay. San Felipe. And there's actually a chatter a okay. group that's on okay. there and people ask questions they talk about what restaurants mm -hmm. um you know somebody may mention oh is there crime rate or whatever sure. is happening here sure. so it just gives you a chance to 
mingle with the locals without even being there. Right. So I've, I've, I signed on to that site a couple of weeks ago because I'm, I'm going Plenty there to look mm -hmm. at some property and, uh, you know, just take a couple sure. days off. Sure. Um, but it gave me a good insight of, mm -hmm. of what's there because, I mean, like, it's important that you find out, and I, I can't remember what it was, whether it was on a TV station or mm -hmm. it was on uh, the news, about the countries to travel to because people think, mm -hmm. you know, that, oh, I'm just going to go to... Afghanistan. Yeah. Well, you need to know what countries are safe. As sure. Well. Sure. You know, there's green, yellow, and orange. Yes. It's like at the airport. What day are we? You know, on that right. airport thing. So, um, you know, it's another important factor to look at. Okay. Um, and factoring that in is also insurance mm -hmm. because some people are like, ah, I'm not going to pay twenty-seven dollars. Right. You know, and you've got five thousand dollars on the line. Yeah. And your company says, no, you can't go mm -hmm. on vacation because mm -hmm. we have a rollout of a. A yes, program, so travel insurance, and that yeah. twenty-seven dollars yeah. or a hundred dollars is is something yeah. that you should really look into. Yes, um, I had that experience a few years ago with my son not going on a trip to Europe yeah. and never used the ticket, yeah. which is so unfortunate. Um, I want to rewind a little bit, okay. and I want to rewind and go back and say, okay, well, when I when I start to research what I want to do, um, maybe even before that, because that's kind of putting the cart in front of the horse, mm -hmm. you know, from a from a respective money standpoint, and that's really what this show is all about, you know, respective money, you know, ways to love your money. We want to enjoy life. I never want to tell anybody that they can't enjoy a vacation mm -hmm. or a trip or something that they've dreamed to have, right? But what I but I what I want people to hear today is to pre-plan for the expense of that vacation. If you know you wanna take a vacation once a year and it's gonna be significant, or twice a year and it's gonna be significant, I want people to be mindful that they start to budget out what that is going to cost. So you, you made kind of a little joke about going to Afghanistan. Well, what if it is something like that? What if it is to the Middle East? What if it's, what if it's to Israel? What if it's to you know, the Yosemite, whatever it might be, because uh, yes, the, ho the 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 flight getting you there that's an, that's a big enough expense as it is. But yeah. then the hotel or the the living arrangements. You know, talk about real estate. It's all about that experience of where you're staying, and then what kind of an experience do you want to have after? So, if that trip is going to cost you five thousand dollars, well, instead of doing it after the fact, what if we're saving you know that four hundred, four hundred fifty, five hundred dollars per month, so we can definitely pay for that trip. Correct. when it comes or along the way yeah. and budget for that. And I think that that's what I really want people to hear and be mindful of because I want everyone to have the amazing experience yeah. in their lives. But um, again, we spend more time traveling and the money that we spend on yeah. traveling and planning for that than we do for our retirement, yeah. for our emergency fund, for yeah. savings in the bank, and we need a balance. Yeah. And like you said, the emergency in incidentals, yeah. you don't know when it's going to happen. And same way with owning a home, right. you know, good practice is to have six yeah. months of reserves. So when right. you are planning, you're not planning five thousand in one dollar. Right. You're planning five thousand in, you know, nine hundred and fifty dollars, sure. whatever it's going to be. Um, so either you're going to save that money, yet mm -hmm. the other way to do it is to say, okay, if we're, if we're six months away, mm -hmm. you, know, you have to divide the months into how much sure. money and how it's going to work. So what are you going to give up? Right. But also, what are you going to do? Right. You may have uh, a talent for dog walking. You may have babysitting, <laughs> but they talk about why not take a second, not a second job, but just maybe a hobby, a hobby that mm -hmm. pays you, sure. you know, some extra money. So if you've sure. got some skills or crafts or something that you're going to do, mm -hmm. well, then, you know, put in the time a couple hours a night rather than right. saying, right. okay, now I've got to 
cut out this, well, maybe you're going to do something. Yeah. You know, it's just another way to say, okay, you know, who knows? You may find a whole new career by, you know, working in some other, you know, fashion to get you on vacation. And, you know, the interesting thing is as a financial coach, you know, um, we coach people into being able to find money for the things that yeah. they want to do or accomplish or to save or be responsible or have a, a, a much different relationship with money than they already have. And most people that we talk to, they all have a plan, but it's usually not a structured plan. And in their mm -hmm. mind, they think they have a plan, but it's really when you get down and kind of peel the, the layers back of the onion, there's really no plan. Yeah. And, and uh, you and I have known people that have really, you know, brought up their credit card bills to a point where it wasn't manageable. Mm -hmm. uh, they might go down a, a, a situation where they never really wanted to go down that path, but now how do they get out? Yeah. And, uh, and that's really about you know buying life on credit. Yeah. Uh, I know that sometimes we need to use credit cards, yeah. um, but uh, I'm not a big fan of them, all right? Um, and I'm sure credit card companies, when they hear this, this show, they, they don't mm -hmm. really like that. Yeah. But uh, just to think that we're going to use a credit card to get points for miles or we're going to get dollars back for purchases. What is the cost of doing business with that? Um, but to even kind of go to a different direction and not to fly around this topic, you know, I have a, I have a cousin that I know, and I know she learned this from her father, but <laughs> she has so much cash that they save and that that's all they're going to be allowing themselves to spend on that vacation. Mm. And it's an old method. It's kind of like the, the bill-paying system where they had envelopes and they put money in for certain bills each and every month. Well, they basically kind of coined it now to vacation. And they know that they're not going to use any other monies other than this cash that they have. Now, there's been pros and cons of having cash when you travel. What do you feel about that? Um, you know, there has to be a certain amount. I mean, again, you have to check to see are there, you know, if you're going to travel overseas, are there fees to sure. pull out from your bank? Sure. And I know that you had a show, you know, earlier mm -hmm. um, with somebody talking about credit cards right. and uh, check with your bank before because there may be no transfer fees mm -hmm. or there may be no, ex uh, you know, exchange fees. Right. So, you know, look into that ahead of time because, right. yeah, when I travel, there's sometimes I'll bring three or five hundred dollars. Just depends sure. on where it's going to be. I don't sure. stick it all in the same place. I yeah. mean, you need to move, okay. and you have to remember where so that where is. So where do you put it? Where do you put it? That's a good point. <laughs> where do I put it? <laughs> Different little pockets. <laughs> Different pockets. And then when you come home from vacation, you forgot about that pocket, and yes. you're like, oh, oh, look at that. Let's go shopping. No, I right. don't do that. So. No, but I think it's smart. And I think, you know, the segment that you're talking about, about the credit cards and possibly having just a credit card that has, um, you know, if you're going overseas, if you're going to Europe or you're going to another country, to, to make sure that that maybe has a certain amount of availability on it, yeah. right? And that there's no foreign transaction fees, uh, but that is also something where you know when you get back yeah. that it is to pay that whole thing yeah. off. Yeah, and remember he talked about not using your bank card because if you've got right. $20,000 in your bank and somebody right. gets your PIN number, that 20000 mm -hmm. comes back. You don't get it back. Right. But with a credit card, if somebody took that and there was mm -hmm. fraud... Right. And you can put in a claim and get that 5000 yeah. or 3000 because it happens all the time in any of the airports because there's people yeah. that are walking around, they're swiping that little right. machine, right. or you're at a little cafe place. I was in Germany. I just got a coffee. Right. Boom. You know, there was, you know, 150 bucks out of my account. I go, right. where the heck did that happen? I, I knew I was careful and I was, you know, yes. covering over the pad, but, you know, in those little pop-up shops, right. they, don't, they don't send out the, um, the request 
to be paid until mm. the end of the day. So who knows who's going behind the counter wow. and taking that little machine? Yeah. And they've got 150 people's number on that machine, and wow. they, you know. Yeah. Well, I think it's, just, those if are you don't want to travel, then let that scare you away. I you know. know. I so, know. I know. But you know, carrying cash, I, I think is fine. But again, then you know, you have to trade it into peso or or whatever mm -hmm. denomination that sure, you're going to do. Sure. Sure. So. Yeah, I think there's pros and cons, and what works for one person might not work for yeah. another. But I do think that you know the main piece here is plan, yeah. save, pay, yeah. well, <laughs> and, and be protected. Yeah. And I think that for the general people, you know, it's like okay, if if you don't have control mm -hmm. and the card's going to come out, but. In, in my opinion, yeah. I think a credit card is fine because uh -huh. I pay my credit card every month. So nobody's getting any interest, mm -hmm. you know, but it is a convenience to say, do I have control of buying that $5 thing or that $5,000 right. thing? You know, I, I personally, I think it's, a, it's an easier thing. Well, that's where I think thing, you're so. very different than most because you are disciplined to do that. My biggest concern is with it, when it comes to credit cards, we don't usually put a governor. So each and every month, our lifestyle gets mm -hmm. bigger and bigger and bigger on a credit card. So, yeah. you know, if we can shorten that down and if it's very specific that we have a card that's for, you know, travel specifically and then it just gets paid, oh, you already fair. know what your budget is and you already have mm -hmm. the money over here in your bank account, your purpose bank account, which is your vacation yeah. bank account. Um, and, and we'll talk on other episodes, too, about how much to have for an emergency fund. You just mentioned six months of savings for, you know, for what if, right? Yeah. Uh, but then also having things for, you know, if the tires go out and I just went on vacation, oh, my gosh, how am I going to afford both? Yeah. Um, how do we manage that? So um, just, to, just to kind of, you know, recollect our thoughts about this, I think planning, saving, paying, and then look in the rearview mirror. How many times am I going to do this? If it's once or twice a year, if you're privileged enough to do yeah. that, wonderful. Just don't go on a whim and a fancy. Be yeah. a planner. Yeah. You're a planner. You're a yeah. disciplined planner. Um, but not everybody else out there that mm -hmm. is listening is. Yeah. So any well, other I, things you want to well, do in closing? Well, I was just going to say that, you know, if it is that person that feels like, ooh, I'm going to be tempted, sure. well, then go on, I, name brand, but go on Groupon. Uh -huh. Go on Costco. Sure. Go on the sites that have pre-planned, pre-paid, sure. And it's all done. Yes, yeah. there's going to be incidentals, but that's up to you. But right. I think that you can those... pretty much identify what correct, you're, what you're... correct. And even Groupon has. I mean, they have some great I've ones. Seen Go some on things, Costco. Yeah. They have yeah. these incredible things. Sure, there's certain times of the year, mm -hmm. but you know, you're still going to get the same experience. Um, but you know that you've got these margins that you're going to stay right. in. You know, financially. Okay. You know, so. No, I think it's yeah. all great. I think this is a lot of wisdom that we can pass yeah. on to people. Yeah, and if you're traveling in a group, and mm -hmm. uh, because I've traveled to New York with some friends, and yeah. let's just say they're in a different caliber of dollars and yes. things that they do. So when we travel with them, we say, we're going to join you for this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. We're not doing the $5,000 meal yeah. that you guys are on. We're yeah. going to go get donuts, or we're <laughs> going to go get bagels and cream cheese for dinner. Yeah. Uh, because we would rather see this show or do right. this particular thing right. or go to you know, research all of the free museums, you know. Well, I think that's one of the things that's great about you too, Jonathan, because I know when you've traveled, you already have everything kind of planned out, almost like you're your own travel planner, mm -hmm. right? 
a lot of people will go out there and they don't really have a true structure or, or an idea of what they want to do. Yeah. They know that they want to go to a Broadway play or if they want to go, you know, to, to Austin and see different music art, you know, artists and things of that nature. What is it that you want to go to that that destination? What do you want to do? Yeah. And I think when you, you know, like I, I have said this before, um, there's a professional for everything. So a professional, um, you know, um, Travel planner is going to help you get the most out of what you want to do yeah. and possibly discounts along the way. Yeah. We've used AAA and it's been great. Yeah. Um, and I've had other people in the past too that have helped. So so in closing, what would you suggest to people to, to start thinking about and having a little bit more respect of their money but to stretch it as far as it can go? Anything you want to say in closing? I would just have to say, you know, just be diligent. Um, you know, there's a price for everything. You're going to sure. pay before or you're going to pay later. And I think the pay later usually is more painful. Yes. So just and not that being going on vacation should be painful, right. but you know if you're going with a partner or a group of people, well then make a game out of it. Yeah. And usually when you make a game out of it and you're saying, okay, yeah, I pulled out five dollars today, you know, and I'm ahead of the game, you know, make a game out of it. Yeah. You know, especially if you're planning with your kids or your family uh -huh. or something like that. Uh -huh. say. You know, they do those uh, donation things and they have the little thermometer, mm -hmm. you know, going up, you know, especially if you've got kids. And you can say, hey, we're halfway to Utah and we're going to get to, you know, wherever right. you're going to go. It might be something a little more fun where they, yeah. you know, then you're teaching your kids as well as, you know, financial responsibility. I think that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's not just for, for us at our age. It's yeah. for our kids, too. And even little kids. Yeah. <laughs> or even maybe we yeah. still need to learn this yeah, now. We so. do. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for, you know, giving me your perspective about this You're subject welcome. because I think, you know, we're going into the summer months. It's already warm outside. It just became summer overnight yeah. and everyone's thinking about what they want to do for their summer vacation. And uh, again, if we don't budget properly, we're never going to yeah. be able to have the outcome that we want. We're going to have stress. Yeah. And then holidays come and then we're really having some stress. So go spend $900 and go get the virtual glasses <laughs> there you and go. sit at home there you and go. have somebody bring you a beer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Well, I want to say thank you so much for Jonathan's perspective. And I also want to say I'm going to use some of this advice personally. I'm leaving on a trip here very shortly. And, uh, you know, I'm going, to, I'm going to just remind myself, check out Groupon, you know, and, and then friends of the place that you're in. I think that that's a great piece of advice. But don't forget to start budgeting for these things. Uh, if you plan it, it will work out better. If you don't plan it, then you're going to have a catastrophe on your hands. But don't make the mistake that so many people do that just put their vacations on time and, and then they're not financially responsible and they don't have a good relationship with their money. Be planners out there. If you can't do it yourself, find some professional help out there just because we all need a little bit more. But go out there, have fun, get the experience, create the memories. That's what we take with us in life. So we're gonna say goodbye for now, but again, thanks so much for tuning in and it's been a joy to have you. information provided in this show is for informational and educational purposes only. This show is not investment advice, nor is it intended to address the financial needs of any particular viewer. The opinions expressed on this show are not intended to be an endorsement of any particular investment strategy or service of any other kind. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned throughout the show. Before acting on information in this show, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular situation and strongly consider seeking advice from a financial advisor.